Welcome to the Halftime Adjustment Coaching Podcast, where we use locker room talks, halftime speeches, and character traits to teach manhood, to teach leadership, and to build teams of men. I'm Bubba Bertram, your host. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the Family Remodel Series. This is episode five, where we talk about God's original blueprint for the family. Let's jump into the show. Hey, welcome back to week five of the Family Remodel Series. Um, this week, I'm going to be talking about God's original blueprint for the family. This is a two-part um, two lesson. And in this first part, we're going to talk about some definitions, some, some words, and um, then three verses, Bible verses, where I believe and feel this and see this is based out of. And again, going back to... Um, week one, why family remodel? Where we want to look at what God, what's going on with the family, where we are with uh, family in general, and where where God wants us to be, where we're going. What does that look like to go back to God's original purpose, God's original blueprint for that? So first, so with blueprint, we're going to start start off with that word. If we're going to build something. Um, we need a design or a blueprint for that. So a blueprint is a design plan or other technical drawing so when you're building a house someone comes up with a, a blueprint schematics of where the walls are what the foundation it looks like what that how big that is and where the plugins are where the light switches are where the light fixtures are so that's it's a plan of what to build plan of what it's supposed to look like when my wife and I first got married we did not have this kind of plan or a plan we just we just did. We just ran with it. And along the way, we played, paid some stupid tax trying to figure out what we were supposed to do as a family, as a married couple, as husbands and wife. And sometimes early on, we were like two ships passing in the night. We weren't on the same. We didn't have a, a, we didn't have a unified vision. We, didn't, we weren't going in the same direction. We weren't working together. And so we had to learn over time what does it mean to have a unified family vision? How do we get things going in the right direction? So this blueprint helps us to know where are we, where have we been, and where are we going. The next definition is purpose. What is God's purpose for the family? So the blueprint is how to build it, the design for it. The purpose is now that you've built, now that we've had it, what are you going to do with it? Purpose is something set up, the definition of purpose, something set up as an object or end to be attained. Intention. Intention is the main word. What is the intention of the family? Why does it exist? We'll talk about more about this later on in the series, but does the family exist to benefit the individual or does the individual exist to benefit the family? What, what is the design? What is the purpose of that? Um, here in a minute, we're going to read and talk about a word called subdue. It is mentioned a lot in Genesis 1. To subdue means to bring under control. Who runs the house? Who runs, uh, who, who dictates what you're doing, the purpose, the direction? Do the kids dictate and run the house or do the parents? run the house a lot of times people's schedule is dictated by the kids which 
it just depends on what's the heart behind that schedule. The last definition is the word team. Uh, team is a number of persons associated together in work or activity. A team usually has a unified vision, a unified direction of what they're going to do together. So I'm going to ask you, ask, we're going to start looking at the family as a team, the parents, the father as the, as the leader and setting the direction, setting the course for the team. So now we're going to go through these verses and see how they relate to those words. So Genesis one and Genesis one is when God created everything. God created the, the moon, the stars, the earth, the atmosphere, the water, the land, the animals, the plants, all those things. And then in 20, uh, chapter 1 of Genesis, verse 26, God said, gave us a purpose. Then God, so verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our, in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So dominion means like you're in charge. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God created both male and female. We are created in his image. We are his image bearer. Um, to carry out to all of creation. Verse 28, and God blessed them and said, this is an important part where God gave them a purpose and a direction. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Uh, skip too far ahead. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over every living thing, thing that moves on the earth. So God told man to subdue it, to be, be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth. It's not just um, we were created for his purposes. We were for created with his intention on what we're supposed to do. So the next part that I want to read is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Uh, this part, very famous part, where it talks specifically about the Bible, or specifically about the parents' role with the children. What am I supposed to do with my kids? In verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Verse 5, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. So this part starts out by establishing who God is. He is supreme. Then it talks about how we are supposed to love God. Now we're into verse 6. And these words that I command you shall be on your heart. So if I'm going to have these words on my heart, that's uh, similar to memorizing these words. I'm going to study God's word, memorize God's word, dwell on God's word. It's, it's, it's proven that it gives you purpose. It is, it is something, God's word is something that gives me purpose, direction, help it is where i want to start my day every day verse 7 this is where we get to the kids part you shall teach them diligently so these are god's word this is god's word teach them diligently to your children shall talk 
shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. So when you're talking, so you talk to your kids about life, what God wants you to do, what God expects of you, what God's will is. You're doing this all the time. When you're walking along the way, so that's when you're in a car going to and from, when you're sitting down at the table, when you're sitting down together as a family, when you rise up in the morning, when you and when you lie down at night. Be about God's word all the time. Teach it to your kids diligently. Verse 8, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be on the frontlet on, on the frontlet between your eyes. In, in verse 9, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So God's words, God's teaching, God what God expects of what God expects of us, we should be about it all the time. It should be around us all the time. It's not something that we pick up every now and then. It's something we have to do every day, just like breathing and eating. You don't just eat on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. You don't just drink water on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. You have to go to the well and get the water every day. And that's how God's Word is. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same way. We have to be about God's Word, God's teaching, God, what God wants of us. Because our kids will follow us. This is God's blueprint, His design for us to subdue, to take so, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Then to teach it to our kids diligently. Then we're in Deuteronomy, still in Deuteronomy, we're going to go to chapter 4, verse 9. One verse. Only take care, keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. So when it's talking about these things, it's, it's talking about how God delivered his people from the Egyptians. That's the book of Exodus. He delivered his people from the Egyptians, all the things that God had, had done, all the signs and miracles that he had done. And this is where, in the context of that, don't you have to keep your soul diligently. So if I'm keeping something, I take care of it. So take care of your soul diligently. To be diligent is to do something every day, to be consistent with it, to be faithful with it, to be a good steward of it. So have, must God tells me in this verse, Deuteronomy 4 verse 9, to keep my soul, to take care of my soul diligently. Do it every day. Or I will forget the things that I have seen. So this is talking to his people so you don't forget the things you have seen. Make them known. Make these things. So make God's, uh, the, the signs and wonders that God had done, make them known to your children and your children's children. Now, I've seen and heard many times of the bumper sticker of I'm spending my kid's inheritance and talking about retirement as the end goal. And there's nowhere in the Bible where it talks about retirement being the end goal or not leaving a legacy for your kids. So I know that the I will be done being a parent whenever I die and go to heaven. I'll never retire from being a father. I'll never retire from being a parent and uh, being the shepherd of my home. 
And so that means whenever my grandchildren are around, I'm still going to talk and teach them about God's Word. I'm still going to be that, that shepherd that is leading from the front of how to study God's Word and to show my kids, like, let's look at these words and figure out what they mean so, so we can know what God wants for us and how we can use this. A father, a shepherd, takes care of his flock, leads his flock. Last night I was talking about to, to my kids about the difference between sheep, sheepdogs, and wolves. A wolf is a bully that comes and wants to take over the sheep. The sheep follow blindly, but the sheepdog protects the sheep. The sheepdog leads the sheep. And I'm telling, I keep telling them, I'm not raising you to be a wolf, to be a bully. I'm not raising you to be a follower, which is a sheep, which are the sheep. I'm raising you to be the sheepdog, which leads and protects. You have to be different. You have to stand up for what is right, what is good, what is noble, what is, um, what is worthy of, of trusting and, and what is worthy of following. Be a man worth following. That's why I'm trying to teach my sons and to teach them how to lead with character and integrity. But this is all rooted and grounded in God's word. So going back through God's original blueprint for the family, this is the part one of that, where we talk about, this is simply, what is God's design for the family? What is God's purpose for the family? What does it mean to subdue, to bring things under control? And what does it mean to operate as a team, as a family? A team always has a common goal. The common goal of the OU football team is to win the Big 12 title, eventually the SEC title, and then to, win, and to put yourself in a position to win the national title. That's the goal of OU's football team. That's what I was part of. And so the goal is, what is the goal, the purpose, the design of the family, which is a team, is to do that, is to teach, God, is to teach God's word to my children and my children's children. And eventually my sons and my daughter will teach God's word to their children and their children's children. And that's how it becomes a multi-generational family team. That's a legacy that lasts for generations. It's just, it's in the DNA of who we are and what we do. Thank you guys for listening. Check in soon for part two of God's blueprint for the family. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Bubba Burcham. I appreciate any feedback you guys have. Now go out there and be a great leader today.